Hello, brothers and sisters. I'm glad to be with you once again to start a brand new week of teaching. Hallelujah. Well, this week, we're going to talk about tongues of fire. How many know that you have a tongue of fire? I have a tongue of fire. Now, that could be a twofold revelation. One place on the day of Pentecost, it talks about tongues of fire sitting upon each person's head. Well, that tongue is actually like a strip. Or you like a tongue, your tongue is a little strip coming out your mouth, right? So in Acts, the second chapter, tongues of fire is talking about little strips of the Spirit of God, little light, little, little strips of light sitting upon each person's head. In other words, the anointing of the Holy Spirit sitting upon each each person and they speak with other tongues as the Spirit of God get an utterance. Well, this week, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about your tongue in your mouth that produces words, words to hurt or words to heal. Father, in the name of Jesus, as you know, before I started this message, I really didn't have anything to preach. But Lord, I'm depending upon you as I go forth anyway. Lord, fill my mouth, Lord, with revelation, Lord, with edification, with blessings, Lord. Cause me to be a blessing, Lord, to the hearers of this word in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let's go to James, the third chapter. And let's start at the first verse. My brethren, be not many masters, knowing that we shall receive the greater condemnation. For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man and able also to bridle the whole body. Now this is a powerful scripture. I think everybody that's a Christian should read this particular scripture. James 3 and at verse 2. Let me say it again. For in many things we offend all. You know, you might offend somebody because you didn't put on any deodorant. And you musty. Or you might offend somebody because your breath stinks. You might offend them with the outfit you wear. You might offend them because you eat your dinner and you don't chew with your mouth closed. So you can offend people in many things. But watch this. Now, let's talk about God's uh, uh, opinion about it. But it said, if any man offend not in word. Now, this is most people's problem. All of our problem, for that matter. If any man offend not in word. The same is a perfect man. So if you are able to use your words in a manner to not offend, God said you're perfect. Now, a lot of people, when, when, uh, when they read the Bible, you know, one place they say, be ye perfect for your father in heaven is perfect. They think that's a bunch of carnal physical things not to do. You know, don't go to the club and this, that, and so forth. But you know, one way I can tell you is not that, is that Jesus hung out with publicans and sinners to the point that they call him a gluttonous man and a wine bibber. Yeah, they said Jesus was a gluttonous man and a wine bibber. That's what the Pharisees called him. And then they told, said John the Baptist, they said he had a devil because he didn't eat or drink. And they said Jesus was a, a gluttonous man and a wine bibber because he hung out with sinners and drunk wine. 
So what you trying to say, Brother King? Uh, it's okay to drink wine? Uh-uh. What I'm saying is Jesus knew how to blend in with everybody. Now, of course, the same people who he was hanging with when he after he tried to draw them to him, once he started getting into the real meat of what he wanted to say, they left him. You know, they got offended at his words because he said, eat my flesh and drink my blood. But those words weren't offensive to God. They was offensive to people who were demonized. Well, the point I'm trying to make is, for in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same as a perfect man, and able also to brighter the whole body. How many people know you, you know that has been sick? I've been sick before. Maybe you have. Well, the Bible says if we don't, we know how to use our words. If we don't offend in words, we could bridle our body. You could stop yourself from using drugs. You could stop yourself from being an alcoholic. You could stop yourself from smoking, all with words. I remember one time I told this lady, I said, oh, she said, man, I wish I could stop smoking. I said, you want to stop? I said, I can help you. She said, okay. I said, say this. Say, I'll never smoke another cigarette as long as I live. She looked at me in, in shock. She said, uh-uh, I'm not going to say that. I said, well, you don't want to stop smoking. See, the spirit that was that nicotine demon said, uh-uh, don't say that. Why? Because even demons know that you can use your words to control your body. You could simply say, I'm not going to do that anymore. You see what I'm saying? I, I You know, you, if, if a person fighting lust, say, I refuse the lust in the name of Jesus. One place... David said, I made a covenant with my eyes. He said it. I made a covenant with my eyes. Anything you want control over, you got to use your words to control it. So it said, in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same as a perfect man enable also to brighter the whole body. You could brighter the weather with words. See, the reason some of you think you can't do it because you think you can't do it and you say you can't do it. And when I say that, you say, oh, that man talking foolishness. That's how you could never do it because your words have power in it. God meant that when he said the power over death and life is in words. He meant it. He, he didn't just have Solomon write that just to write it. He meant it. He meant it. Hallelujah. So words are be very important. So, uh, you know, I preached about ambassador of, uh, of Christ the last couple of weeks. I was on the ambassador series. How many know that you rule and reign by words? How many know that Jesus caused Lazarus to, to, uh, to come forth from the dead by words? Jesus healed people by words. How many know you get born again by words? See, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart the Lord Jesus Christ, you shall be saved. For with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. How many of you know that everything happens because of words? Now, I can accent the positive, how words in the affirmative can bless you. But you know what? Words in the negative can curse you. Not holding fast to your confession of faith can be detrimental to your health, detrimental to your money. Words are very important. You can use your word to speak against somebody the Lord has called blessed. Now watch this. Suppose you don't like a man because he's white. You black and you don't like him because he's white. 
or you white, you don't like him because he's black. And you, you go forth and start speaking against that man, all because of his skin color. Now watch this. If that person prays uh, uh, Isaiah 54, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And every tongue that's risen against me in judgment, I condemn. Guess what just happened? You speaking against that person, he just condemned your tongue with his words because you don't have the right to speak against a Christian. You can't judge. Bible say judge not that you be not judged. You can't judge a person and say that they're evil based off your own judgment unless you done had dealings with them persons or watched their mighty acts. Now, you'll know them by their fruit. What I'm saying is you can't just judge by the seeing of the eye. Or, 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 you know what I mean? You have to really been around a person to make a judgment of them. So what I'm saying is, if in many things we offend all, if any man offend not in word, the same as a perfect man, enable also to brighten the whole body. Many people you don't want to be around. Why? Because you don't like their words. Many people don't want to be around you. Why? Because they don't like your words. Many places you won't go are things you won't do. Why? Because of the words that they're saying that. Many of you are attracted to certain people. Why? Because you like their words. See, an old man told me years ago, I asked, I said, man, how you get a girlfriend? I was working at Grills. I was a little youngster. Just chit-chatting with him. He said they like to hear good words. Ladies like to hear good words. But that's not only true with ladies. That's true with men. Men, anybody, babies, children, they gravitate to the ones that have pleasant words. Pleasant words are like a honeycomb, sweet to the soul and health to your flesh. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, I got a lot to say. I'm full of words, but I'm out of time. Be blessed. I'll talk to you tomorrow.